Attention. Attention. This is not a self-help podcast. Oh my goodness. This is one of my favorite weeks on the show because, you know, I'm known to be quite the interviewer. Let's not lie to ourselves. I know how to interview. I know how it goes. It always goes how it's supposed to go. A couple of times in the past, I've had my amazing friend slash peer, my peer host. I don't fucking know what people say anymore. And he's been a massive success on the show. I would like to welcome Dan Babic. Hey, hey, kitty cat. Can this please always be your intro? So I just want to get to the bottom of this really quickly. I'm not going to talk about this for ages, but a lot of the podcasters out there have a Patreon page, which I do not have. Okay, okay, okay. Since Dan and I work so fabulously together and so many of you have... So many of you have been asking. So many of you have been such big fans of his opinions, what he says, and his insider scoop on everything Hollywood because he's still there and I'm not. I actually decided to join forces with Dan Babic. My Patreon is actually going to be mine and Dan's. Woo! Exactly. And we don't have a name for it yet, but it's going to be kind of a, a, a separate show. The more darker, more twisted more uncensored more just really fucked up shit more fucked up but also more fun version of this podcast so you know we we live in kind of a very judgy world nowadays which is kind of bugging me because my podcast was my safe place to kind of say whatever the fuck i want and now i just feel like everyone's getting shit right left and center so we're gonna put it behind a patreon wall it's gonna be our safe little space it is gonna be in video format and audio format as well so you'll be able to watch us you'll be able to listen to us and you'll be able to have a great time with us i'm just excited because finally i feel like there's a platform that's perfect for us because i think if we just like went on you know the apple itunes fully or on instagram fully i know we would be blocked and i know i would be in instagram jail then probably podcast jail so it's good that we finally have this place that was made for us i'm gonna call it hell i guess but it's my heaven where we can say whatever we want and there are no consequences a hundred percent and also it's going to be like super exclusive content so we're going to get even more personal with our personal lives you know i kind of i talk a lot about my personal life on the show but i do censor myself quite a bit because my dad listens my mom listens you know some of the guys that i'm seeing listen and it's it's a tough pill to swallow when you you're not ready to share something with someone that you've met and then they go on your podcast and they're like, oh my gosh, you shit your brains out when you're on your period. I feel you. Well, just this week, I think it was last week, I'm dating a 55-year-old doctor, Dr. Daddy David. You you say this to me every time we speak. You're so proud that you're dating a daddy. Every time I see you, you're like, I'm dating a 55-year-old doctor. Dr. David, David, and David, are you official? It's like Steven, like Kristen Cavallari, throwback. Steven, yeah, it's David. Yeah. David. How good's that? Like when I want something, I'll be like, David. Does it get pissed off? I could see it getting quite irritating, although I do love you and love everything you do. Do you know what? He loves it. But actually talking about what you were just talking about, uh, about, you know, your parents watching and people listening. Um, about a year ago, I shot a little show called Dating No Filter on E. Yeah. And I did an episode of it. And I said on the episode, all I want is some old fat guy to pay for everything that's a loser. 
that, <laughs> you know, is is not very smart in the fact that he doesn't know young men are trying to manipulate him and I'll manipulate him and I'll steal all of his money. And that's what I'm looking for in life is someone to take advantage of who's 55. So you're looking for your little, Tom Girardi. Kind of. And that's what I said on the show. And, you know, it was a bit of a joke, but he watched it. I told him to watch it because I forgot what I'd sa- said because it had been a couple of years. And uh, he was mortified because I pretty much said, I am looking for a Dr. Daddy David to pay for everything that I hope dies soon. And uh, and he watched it. And <laughs> what did it, he? So does he know that it's your online persona, or does he think that those are your values? Well, here's the thing: I probably wouldn't have said that, you know, two years ago because I said some other shit on there. Like I said, which is not true. I said that I love Donald Trump, make America great again, and I said all these things because he told me to. So at the time, I was like, oh my god, what do you want me to say? They're like, say you love Donald Trump, you're looking for a daddy Trump. And that, you know, you want to make America great again. So I said all this shit because at the time I uh, I just wanted to be famous. So I didn't care how I became famous. <laughs> Whereas now I realize, yes, I do like older men and it helps if they have money, but I wouldn't just say anything to be famous because I know that I'm fabulous and I'm funny. So I don't have to pretend to be anyone else than myself. But he did hear that I was looking for a sugar daddy and I actually got a splendor daddy because... He isn't that rich. So I said to him, I said, if I said, David, I said, David, if I was really looking for a sugar daddy, like, do you think I would be dating you? I would be dating someone also far more wealthy. You should have been like, you know, sometimes I believe in just surrendering to the embarrassment. Like one time I screenshotted a conversation with a guy, like of a guy that I liked, what he was saying to me. And I sent it to him instead of my friend. And he was like, was this meant for me or for someone else? And I was like, for you, lol. Sometimes I think you should have just told David, um, well, you should be happy because you're exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, you should I, be I flattered. Think, I know. I was, but at, I actually look at the glass half full, not half empty. And now we laugh because on the show, I guess I was just saying kind of anything that would stick. I was hoping to become a meme, and so I was, you know, <laughs> I'd say things like "I'm gay, <laughs> Harry Potter," and he loved career, that. So, career aspiration: become a meme. Become a meme. So I just said everything. I'm like, what can we go with? I was trying to say everything. So I did say I was gay Harry Potter. So now we laugh about it and I'm like, it's gay Harry Potter. So it worked out. So What would I be? If you're gay Harry Potter, what would I be? I would be poor Dorit. Poor Dorit. <laughs> you would, well, I, well, I think I think you probably have more money than Dorit because we've spoken about that before. There's something yeah, she, fishy going on there. So There is, but I still probably don't have as much money as she does not have yeah so you'd be like a poverty stricken dorit yeah probably yeah. i've Pablo been called dorit. the dorit of podcasters before i think it's zach you know just plain zach zach peters i zach do Peter. i've never met him though but he's <laughs> fucking amazing he was like yeah, you know funny. what he was like you're the dorit of podcasters you have a bit of a confused accent you're jewish but you don't really look jewish you're blonde you're like skinny i mean i'm not as skinny as her but like i'm I think you're pretty close. I think you're very close. You're very close. You know, Dan is like the nip tuck police, as I like to call him. So if you want someone to basically scan a celebrity and tell them all the things that are wrong with them, he is your go to. If you want to go to a plastic surgeon and you don't know what the fuck to ask them, send Dan a photo and he will be like the nose, the teeth, the boobs, the underarm, this and that. Amazing. 
Yeah, well, starting, I think we've spoken about it before. We've everyone spoken needs about this. a nose job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, everyone needs. Do you think you need a nose job? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. As I said, I've never met a person that doesn't need a nose job. What What else have you never met a person that doesn't need dot, dot, dot? I've never met a person that doesn't need Botox. I've never met a person that, oh, I think it's just Botox and liposuction. I've never met a person, even if someone's suffering from an eating disorder or an anorexia, I still think that we all have our little bumps and lumps where liposuction would be really convenient. So I, I've never met a person that doesn't need liposuction. I've never met a person that doesn't need Botox. No, I but can I tell that- you what happened the other day? I was at a dinner. I literally checked a bitch. You know how I would like to check the people that come and ask you if I'm eating? I was at a dinner and some girl was like saying, oh, Deanna, like, out of, you know, just out of curiosity, like, what do you do to stay in shape? And I was like, honestly, I know this is annoying and unrelatable, but I don't really do much. Like I, I eat whatever I want. And I'm not someone who's like a diehard workout person. Like I'll go once in a blue moon when I feel like it. Sometimes I go through phases where I work out like once or twice a week, but that's very rare. And this other girl says, well, you don't eat that much. And she's, met, and that girl has met me twice. And mm. my, my initial reaction was, I'm going to I, I, I can't say. She well, there we go. That, that's why she's jealous of you. No, but she was, but it's not, it's just like she probably assumed because it doesn't come naturally to her to be more on the thinner side, I guess. And so she was like, well, you don't eat that much, do you? And I was like, well, I'm going to disregard that comment because it's getting a bit catty for me and I'm not really down for that. Although I am super catty on my podcast. And she was like, no, 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 but I've seen you. Like you don't eat that much. And I was like, let me just tell you something. You've seen me twice. We've met twice. I've never once looked at the way you look and I've never once analyzed the way you eat. I was like, not only is it kind of like skinny shaming, which is just as bad as going to a fat person and be like, wow, you must eat a lot. You don't know if they have diabetes. You don't know what's what's up with their like metabolism. You never know. And I was like, number two, it's a complete invasion of privacy to be observing what someone is eating on their plate. You don't know what I've done throughout the day. You don't know if I've had three massive meals before I got here. Like it's literally none of your business. So can you please stop projecting your issues onto mine? Thank you. And, and then li- literally the whole table went like silent for 20 seconds. Yeah. Cause I would have just said to her, cause I'm like, okay, girl, you want to go there? I said, well, every, like the two times I've seen you, you've been eating a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause she's a little bit overweight. So, you know, obviously, you know, you, you could make that observation. The two times I've seen you, you've been eating a little too much. So maybe that's why you're slightly overweight. Maybe yeah. I'm skinny because maybe what's happening here is you're eating too much and I'm eating the normal amount and you think you're eating the normal amount, but you're not eating the normal amount and that's why you're fat. <laughs> now it makes sense because she thinks her amount is normal, but it's too much and that's why she's overweight. I really feel like this is going to get us shadow banned on all platforms because this is actually going on my main podcast. Dan, let's skip to tip of the week. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. Well, actually, mine's very, you know, I, I think it's kind of. Please don't give me a namaste. No. Me. It's not a namaste. I think. Because it, we are 99% fuck you and 1% namaste. Let's not No, forget. my tip of the week is I think, well, as you know, I want to convert to Judaism. Mm-hmm. So I think my tip of the week is to find a fabulous Jewish friend that can help you convert to Judaism because, like I believe that everyone should have a nose job, I believe that everyone should be Jewish. Or you believe that everyone should at least have a Jewish friend. I believe everyone should have a Jewish best friend. and I. I it's like I, I everyone think- should have a gay best friend, everyone should have a Jewish best friend. Yeah, so that's my tip of the week is find a Jewish best friend. 
I am obsessed with that tip of the week. Mine is a little bit more specific and actually involves an Amazon link, which I know you guys all love. So, you know, I've been posting about my candles on my stories this week because, you know, I'm decorating... This is not decor. This is all a shit show right now because I'm working on my place. It's not. I know. I'm like, is that a caravan you're in? And I was like, like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's actually like, I mean, it does look that way, I guess. But like good, good observation. I wish there was a bed. That could have been a real caravan situation. No, this is um, a place in construction right now. But um, so I have candles to make me feel homely because all of my, you know, construction work is being delayed because of COVID. So I'm kind of living a little bit like a camper. <coughs> Excuse me. And I found this amazing candle lighter because you know when you have these amazing candles, the one annoying thing that you encounter is like, oh my gosh, where's my lighter? And when you have these candle lighters, they run out after like 10 uses. They're so fucking rubbish. And then when you have like a cigarette lighter, you burn your fingers and that's just not glam for me. Like I'm not burning these bad boys. They must be ma- manicured at all time. So, um I found on Amazon this super bougie looking called Meganvo, Meganvo, I think it's called, candle lighter. So it's USB rechargeable, so it never fucking dies. And it's super heavy. It's kind of like rose gold and black. Um, It's amazing. You can use it for barbecues, fireworks, for anything you like. And it's USB rechargeable. So you will never again in your life be like, shit, my lighter just ran out of juice. I need to go buy a new one. And that is all I need for me to feel at home right now. So there you go. Tip of the week. Link will be in the description. How much is that? How much is that? That's what I want to know. Oh, fuck. You know what? You're so annoying because you're such a good journalist and it actually really fucking bugs me. Um, I think it's about like 20 pounds or something. It's not like a 50. No, no, no. It's like a good price for a lighter. It is a bougie lighter. It's not going to cost you like $1 and then you'll throw it again after a week, but you'll throw it out after a week. But it's, it's a bougie lighter, but it's not like a crazy amount for a lighter. Everybody fucking needs a lighter in their homes, let me tell you. And it lasts forever because you can charge it. So it's it worth that. Even if it was $60, I'd buy it because, you know, it, you've got it forever. So 100%, but it's not. So anyway, I have so many things I want to talk about in pop culture. I thought I would lead the conversation this week, Dan, because you're a busy guy. You work in property. It's so funny. We're kind of like an unlikely pair because I'm always in PJs with no makeup on and you're always in a suit looking glamorous fuck. And I have no idea why we're friends. There's a couple of things I wanted to talk about with you this week. First of all, let's get into the pop culture. Then we'll get a bit personal. KKK. So have you read about the Erica Jane scandal? Also, okay, tell me everything. I mean, I believe her. I believe her. I believe her. But you don't. So... I, I don't, don't believe her. I think she's very intelligent and I'm jealous of her, obviously, but I think it's all part of the major plan. I think it's to make her look good. And I think, you know, she posted that thing about, I don't know, whatever his name, Tom Girardi, her ex, you know, fucking the judge and paying for the plastic surgery. I think it's to make her look like she's not guilty. I think it's to make... She wants to look like the victim. But this is the thing. Erica would never make herself look like the victim. So I feel like that's very unlike her. But when you're talking about tens and tens of millions of dollars, if you look like a victim, who cares? And I think Tom's in on it with her. I think he's a lawyer and he's an attorney. So to make it, I think he's going to be taken to the bank. I think his whole bank accounts are going to be cleared. So I think what he's doing is he's telling her, you know, I don't care, make me look bad. I'm going to die soon anyway. But our accounts are both going to be drained. So you just make me look so terrible 
like you're the poor wife that didn't know anything and then we can kind of put all the money in your account and then you can give some back to me on the sly once this is all done. So, And that, my friends, is the reason why I'm still poor. <laughs> it I takes a lot to be it, manipulative like that. It takes a lot. I, don't, I think that you might, you are the kind of person that has the ideas to be that way, but you're not vicious enough to actually go through with it. I can't be bothered, you know, and... <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Maybe I'm just, maybe I am manipulative, but I'm a lazy manipulative person. So I'm too lazy to do these plans, but no, it's no, too so exhausting. You're not, you're not lazy enough to think about them. You're just too lazy to like go, go through with it. I, I don't want to do that. Like that's, I'd rather just, I, I think like you think, I think I'm fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I just think that one day someone's going to realize that. So I think I don't need to do that. I want to make my own money so then I can sleep with who I want. No, so I totally agree. You know, I was recently like rejected by someone, which I don't really want to get into on the iTunes podcast. Maybe we'll do a deep dive into the Patreon one where people can leave comments and tell us what they think and give me advice. But part of the reason why I'm not like so upset and like butthurt about it is because I think I'm fucking epic. And I don't mean it in an arsehole way. I think I'm a fucking epic human. And I don't, I just don't feel like it's my loss if... I'm not going to end up with someone who doesn't see it. Like I genuinely, I have such a terrible ego. It's actually probably ruining my life, but I just can't see where I've gone wrong. Oh, well, I can tell you where you've gone wrong. When we break it down with you, I think sometimes it's good to have an outside point of view. Oh my gosh, tell me how you think I've gone wrong. Well, I need to know the details. You kind of know some of the details. I've got to find out more. Well, you actually said to me, I, I think, you know, there is, I think it always takes two to tango unless it's like someone truly evil. I think there's always a little bit of, it's never just so black and white. So I'm sure you did contribute some, some ways to that ending, but. How do you think I would that, have contributed? Cause you know me, you know how I roll. Um, well, you roll like I roll. We look together. Our places are amazing, but. We are all over the place. We are a little scatty. So maybe that could piss them off. And we are a little selfish. It's kind of, we do have a little bit of No, uh, I'm not vision. selfish. No, oh, really? I'm, I'm a nurturer. I'm a natural Jewish mom. That's what people don't know about Ooh. me. It's funny because I think. But nurturing people attract sociopaths and narcissists. You're right. The problems right. with him. Like there's no, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm telling you. <laughs> you don't believe me. <laughs> Okay, no. Dan, Dan, I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. As, as my friend, tell me two things that are wrong with me as a human. Do you know what? Well, I, I think you've got a, a lot going on. Like you just moved, you know, in the middle of a pandemic and and you're in London. So I, I think if I was dating you right now, I would be like, whoa, this girl's got so much going on. It's a little bit of, you know, chaos, you know. <laughs> As you're moving into a new apartment, getting it all together. It's too much baggage. It's too, it's much, too baggage. much going on. So, yeah. and especially right now, everything's really slowed down. So it's like, if you've got like a lot going on in a time where everyone's so much slower, I think it makes it look a little bit like chaos. Whereas yeah. I, I think maybe that's, and dudes, you know, not that I, I think I am a dude, but I'm not a straight dude. I think they're more relaxed and uh, yeah, I think they get fair. a little scared off by when a, when a too much is going on. And also as an insecurity thing right now, because, you know, he might not have a lot going on and you have a lot going on, it makes him feel inferior. And as a man, he always wants to feel like I'm the man and you are the boss bitch woman. So I think that takes a little bit of hit of his ego. So 
I love how you recovered that one real quick by giving me a critique, but then a compliment. So that's why we're friends. You know, at the end of the day, I think it's all about timing. I think sometimes, like I've been heartbroken before. I've literally been a nutcase when I've been broken up with. And then time goes by and I was like, oh my God, like that was, that guy was not meant for me. Why Can I tell I you the fucking truth though? I don't want to give you like the soppy, like motivational bullshit. Cause that's not how I roll. But like I cried for a minute and then the next day I already had two other dates planned. So this is how I roll. I just, I just think everyone is replaceable, including your significant other or unsignificant other. <laughs> You don't disagree. Yeah. No, I think there's like a I was just thinking about I think there's like a billion people in the world. So I even always say, like, even though we think we're so special, like you're not that special. No, but I am. I know I am. But you know, you know how in the (laughs) end you know how in the industry people tell you like everybody's replaceable? It's facts. It's facts in the entertainment industry and also in the dating world. There's plenty of fish in the sea. (laughs) Speaking of relationships, have you seen that Ariana Grande is engaged? Please, oh, please, have. please don't tell me. I hope it works out this time. It didn't work out last time. Like this is low hang. It's not comedy when people make that joke. It's low hanging fruit. I need people to stop making that joke. Karen, I just tell me want what to you say think. like, I hope it like really works out for her this time. Like I'm I like, let's hope it works out for her this time. Let's hope two times a charm or maybe third times a charm. Like we've seen all those jokes. Like I'm over it. I'm just over. I'm just over her a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I just like sing. I, I just want to hear you sing. I don't want to hear about the veganism, the vegan. I don't want to hear about <laughs> you being engaged. I, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I just don't sing. care about your nerdy boyfriends. Also, what I don't want to see of Ariana Grande is an engagement ring with a fucking pearl. I don't know if you've seen the ring. It's like a beautiful diamond with like a pearl. Was the pearl necessary? Don't include the fucking pearl on your engagement ring. Don't. You know, I was actually thinking about that when I was driving today um, because I was thinking about Hilary Duff. Hey, Hilary, if you're listening. And I was thinking about her <laughs> wedding dress from about, you know, I, from. She fucking bugs me, by the way. I love her. Don't you dare say anything about <laughs> Let Hilary. The rain fall down down and, and break, break my dreams. dreams. She's got an incredible voice. She needed a Grammy. She deserved a Grammy for that. Oh. I, I don't know if I, was, I can collaborate with you anymore. Carry on. No, but I was looking at her wedding dress and she went for this really like obscure kind of British designer because she didn't want to go with like Vera Wang. But I think sometimes celebrities, they try and be so different that then it's ugly. It's like if you just had have gone with a- Less you know, is with more. The, yeah. If you had have gone with a conventional beautiful ring, it would have been fine, but she has to be different. She's like, what else does no one have? But the reason that no one house has that is because it's ugly. Well, it's kind of like Hayley Bieber when she had that train that says when till death do us part. I, w- I was like, you're better than this. You're the girl who does understated and looks amazing. I didn't need to see that. I like, I don't even know who Hayley is. Like, who is Hayley? I just think this, like, like, <laughs> she's what my idol. You? She's my idol. You can't I don't say get that. It. I don't get it. It's like you kind of. She wears PJs and she always looks amazing. She, she looks, looks like great. she looks great, right? I'm like bored by it. Like he's he's into Hillsong and all that crap. Like is she really into that? Like he's a he's a nice guy, but like who wants to be with that? I do. Really? I think he's less annoying than Hillary Duff. So that's that. For I you. think Hillary Duff is fantastic. I think and Justin Bieber is fantastic. What do you think about um? 
talking about Hillsong, um, that's like the religion that uh, Justin Bieber, I don't know, it's like a religious group, I don't know, but it turns out this week that the leader of Hillsong, um, you know, has been cheating on his wife and Selena Gomez was a part of the Hillsong group or whatever they're called um, and it's just been revealed that by a source that the leader who cheated on his wife also had sex with a younger celebrity. I mean, it's LA. You can be as religious as you want. It's LA. Remember what I said on my story? No, it wasn't you. I I was saying on my social media, like, don't date in LA, don't date in West Hollywood. And then someone was like, yeah, don't date in West Hollywood unless you're open to like an open relationship. Or chlamydia, those things together. Exactly. I was not saying you were doing the areas. Like, where is a good where? I was actually thinking Santa where Monica. You, I, I think of New Balance sneakers. I'm actually I I work on the west side. It's very like <laughs> USC, like USC. It's kind of hot, but it's like I don't. Yeah, but not even, but when you're our age, which not our age because you're younger than me. How old are you, Dan? Tell me. I'm 26. Okay, you're a bit younger than me. But I started getting Botox at 23, so that's probably why I look a little bit older. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like Lala, you know, when you like she got it too early, but in the long run, it will it will pay off. But does look 10 years older because she got Botox too early. Right, when you get it too young, it looks older. Um, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. <laughs> you know, when you said that you're dating like a 55 year old Jewish guy, I was looking through Netflix to look at good things to watch, which there are none right now. And I came across Chalet Girl, which I've watched years ago. And the description for it says, rich guy falls for a poor girl, which is basically like the story of your life right now. <laughs> it really is. It's like a rich, well, uh, like a, an almost rich guy falls for an almost poor boy, or I guess I'm a girl. So an almost rich guy <laughs> falls for an almost poor boy because I'm I'm almost poor and he's almost rich. So I think it's the same, but with some almost. It's the same minus the almost. No, but I just thought it was kind of like such a good description, like rich guy falls for a poor girl. Like we've never heard that one before. We've never seen Made in Manhattan. We've never seen whatever the fa- um, pretty woman. Come on. Come on. It's like the the Ariana Grande, hope it works out joke. It's low hanging fruit. It's been said before. It's been done before. We're over it. You guys need to shut the fuck up. I need press editors to think outside the box when they deliver the news because I am bored. So am I. So So am I. I. What else do I have? Have you watched The Undoing, Dan? Oh, I did. I did watch it. Oh, what are your thoughts about it? You know, because I was actually thinking of relationships and then Ariana's one works out. That's cool. You're engaged. What about the relationships that don't work out? AKA your husband is like a a psycho killer. Yes. Um, well, first of all, even though um, Nicole Kidman claims, I love when celebrities That she's never had Botox, but just because- she just did. Because, she said she had it once, but then she stopped. Just because you don't have Botox on the first half of your forehead does not mean you didn't get it on the second half of your forehead, which I noticed. Yeah, I love that she says, oh, I, I love that I can. I used. I got it a couple of times and I couldn't move my face. Now I love that I can. Okay, you're lying, but whatever. We'll, no, because we'll go she with didn't it. get it there, but she got it at the top of her forehead. I think she looks great. I think she looks fantastic. She but looks Hugh amazing. Grant, I thought... Um, I thought I very, love him. but it was like he just—he wasn't very good at acting. It was just like he played the same person in Love Actually. Is he in that movie? He just plays himself. You know, there's a there's. But a you're a psychopath of- now, so you've got to get a bit more psychopathic. It's just like, oh, hello, and just happened to be a psychopath. Ha ha ha! And yeah, then but almost- but that's the thing. We never saw it coming because if he actually looked like a psychopath, no one's going to believe that a Harvard-educated doctor wouldn't have seen it coming, which. 
I don't, I don't, I'm not going to critique their acting because I personally thought the acting was amazing. But what I realized from watching this show is like, here I am in the dating world, trying to see if this guy's a good person. This guy's a good person, trying to make judgments on all these guys, seeing if they're a good person for me. And then I watch this and I'm like, bitch, you're telling me that a Harvard educated psychiatrist with a PhD from Harvard didn't fucking see it coming. We're fucked. We're all fucked. If she couldn't have seen it coming, I can't see it fucking coming. Yeah. And I, I had a, an encounter, man. I didn't date a psychopath, but I worked with a psychopath. And oh, it was so did la- I. Carry on. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> um, but I can just say sometimes psychopaths can be hot. Like sometimes I still want to suck a psychopath's dick, but then I don't want things to go on from there. And that's how I feel about the psychopath that you worked with. So once, uh, really? So once you yeah. know they're a psychopath, do you still want their dick? Because if I know someone's a psychopath, like immediately their dick becomes like a cactus that I want nowhere near my vagina. Well, yours is a psychopath's great guy. So I still have that fantasy in my head. I'm like, oh my God, it's a psychopath because it's never going to happen and they're hot anyway. But I think the reason it's so hard to spot a psychopath is because obviously they're a psychopath. They're charming. They're charming. Being a psychopath, they know how to hide that. So they're very charming and charismatic. Yeah. And one in 300 people are a psychopath. That's scary. Can I tell you something? I can kind of spot them now because I've dated my fair share of psychopaths and narcissists. Let me tell you, I'm not just saying this to be a victim because my biggest fear in the world is being a victim, but I've dated those guys. You know what? Let me give you some advice. If you want to know if a guy's a good guy, you want the guy who's like slow and steady, slow and steady. I know you're in LA. You you can't relate to that because for you, it's like, fuck the first day. It's amazing sex. Maybe that person works for me. And then you're like values align and it's great. But in Europe, it's a bit different. You want the slow and steady guy. That's actually Dr. David. Dr. D- David. David. <laughs> I'm literally dying. David. Uh, David. Okay, before we wrap this up, Dan, let's talk about your conversion for a bit because you want to be Jewish, which, by the way, basically makes you the male Kyle Richards, which you hate, but that's what it makes you. I know. I want to be Jewish. I've always wanted to be Jewish, and I'm so glad because David's not Jewish, and we were watching Sex in the City, I just watched it from start to finish in quarantine and I'm obsessed. And Sarah Sh- Jessica Parker fucking bugs me like like no one else in the world. Oh, I, I kind of like I her because I know she's fabulous. a bitch in real life. No, I hate her. Oh, well, that's a whole nother show. Yeah. But when Charlotte was converting, I, I, this is how I knew that I love Dr. Daddy David. He said to me when Charlotte was conver- converting because her fiancé was Jewish, he said, Dan, I want to tell you something. I was like, oh, great, here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, I wish you were Jewish. She's like, I would love to convert to Judaism. And Little does he know that you that's my hate dream. your grandma for the rest of your existence because she didn't give you a fucking bar mitzvah. Oh, well, let's let's give a bit of an update on, on grandma. I was told growing up that the reason I couldn't be Jewish is because grandma's Catholic and she's very Catholic. And I asked grandma for the first time in my life, I said, grandma, I said, I want to be Jewish. How would you, you know, how would you Go react? about and, it, yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd be fine. She said, oh, well, she's Croatian. I'd be fine. He, Jesus was Jewish. So after all this time, after all my these years, you- I couldn't be Jewish because my grandmother would be pissed off because she's Catholic. And then I asked my grandma after 26 years, turns out she's cool with it because Jesus was a Jew. Also, 13 years later, you could have had a fucking bar mitzvah. 
I, I could have had my fucking bar mitzvah. Okay, here's my question for you. So you're desperate to be Jewish. Would you get the snip snip to be Jewish? I would get the snip snip. Really? Am, oh, absolutely. Have Chop you looked it into it? Have you like read about it? No, I was. Uh, that's why okay. I, my tip of the week is to get a Jewish best friend because. Well, I'm a Jewish it. best friend, so I actually don't know much about the snip snip situation. And I'm actually, I've got a bone to pick with you. Um, and this is why it makes me really upset that it's totally not fair that you were born Jewish and I was not born Jewish. I wished you happy Hanukkah on the first day of Hanukkah and you forgot that it was the first day of Hanukkah. <laughs> I literally don't deserve to be Jew, but that's what they say. Like Jews who are born into the community don't deserve it, and then the people who convert deserve it more. So that's why in Judaism they actually um, encourage conversion because they think that the people who want it, rather than the people who are born into it, that that's like a it's a better thing. It's great. Like they love conversion. It's just yeah. a hard process, but which is not you know because it's a hard process. People see it as not super inclusive, but Actually, they're very pro-conversion. Like all rabbis are super pro-conversion. I heard that you got to like knock on the door to the rabbi and he might be like, no. And then, and then you, you have, have to, to say yes. And then you have to keep like knocking on the door because he wants to know that you're serious. Yeah. But now with yeah. social media, like everyone knows that trick. So sorry. But um, yeah, no. So you would get the snip snip. So I hear it's like a very easy surgery. Um, I don't know if it's painful or not because, you know, I can't. I can't, I can't know. There's no way for me to know, but I know someone who's done it. And then he actually ended up not marrying the girl he did it for, which is like another plot twist of like the Jewish community. But, um, apparently it was fine. I mean, I'm sure it's uncomfortable for a few days, but from what I've heard, it wasn't too much of a traumatic experience. Well, do you know what's uncomfortable every day is like, you know, having a partner. I'm the first uncircumcised guy that David's dated. He's yeah, because you're not be- American. Yeah, all Americans American. are circumcised. A- yeah. Yeah. And um, like pulling it down makes me feel uncomfortable. He's like, oh, I want to like, sh- like see how you pull it down. And like, it, I hate, like, I, I literally get scared it's going to like, like you're self-conscious about your uncircumcised penis. Yeah, I am. And let me I, give you some tip. You cannot be insecure about any of your private parts if you want to have a healthy sex life with your partner. You know what's crazy? I can't believe I'm telling you this. I have, um, and I've never told, but no one's ever noticed. There was one guy that noticed. I have the Michael Jackson disease. Vitiligo. 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 Which is? You know, like you get white patches on your body. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're all over my balls, but no one's ever noticed because it's like tucked away. And, and, also, and someone, they're probably covered in hair, or do you shave that shit? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. But, <laughs> and it's and it's and when my penis is erect, I guess you can't really tell because it's, you know, I am white, so it's only just a little bit of white. But no one's ever noticed, thank God. And I was so I wish you would have said, when my penis is erect, you can't tell because my penis is so big, but like you failed at that one. So carry no, on. No, it's, it's really, it's a medium size. Um, <laughs> it is, yeah, it's a very average size. Maybe average to small. No, it's average. I, above I, average. I, Come on. Like Give yourself some above. credit. No, it's not. It's not. It's medium. Okay. It's okay. medium. Medium penis. <laughs> medium penis. Okay, vazi. Medium penis. But yeah, no one's ever noticed. And one time, I guess I've got a little bit of vitiligo in my butthole as well. And and a guy asked, said once, "Oh, have you bleached your asshole?" And I said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." yeah. No one's ever noticed. He said, "Yeah." He said, "Yeah." Because I didn't want to tell him it? I've got a skin disease. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. Then, I sh- yeah. So then I looked like you know when I was in in the bathroom, <laughs> yeah. I like one time looked under the the mirror and like you know, and I was like, oh my god, I do have a white patch there. But 
the story of this is this just is where I'm going. Yeah, I, well, it doesn't cover. I've tried. It doesn't uh, work. Yeah. It just says why. <laughs> but I'm not self-conscious. I am self-conscious about it, but I don't really think about it. And yeah. because I guess I'm confident in bed, no one's ever noticed it. Because I don't like, you know. You know what? I have a birthmark, like a huge one on my arm. Wait, let me show you. Okay, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's not that obvious, but it's like quite big. But because I'm like always wearing crop tops and like, woo, like no one's ever noticed. Yeah, and it's so funny. I think that's part of it because if you made a big deal about it, like if you say, it's like someone with um, a slightly big nose, everyone has a slightly big nose and they said, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, my, my nose is so big. You probably wouldn't have noticed it. And then you're and like, oh, fuck, a nose When is people big. have big noses, they try to hide it with their hair. But when you do that, it gives you a more prominent nose. Whereas when you're like, hello, bitch, I don't give a fuck, then it just looks fine. And now with makeup, you can have a big nose. Like, look at um, a big nose. Like, look at Khloe Kardashian. She's she may have had, maybe had a little bit of work on it, but it's still a big nose. But um, you know, with a little bit of contour, maybe you don't need a nose job. Maybe you just need to learn how to contour. Maybe yeah. that's my tip of the day. If you don't get a nose job, learn how to contour. Tell everyone where they can find you. I'm so excited for us to launch this Patreon show. So this episode will actually also be available on our Patreon, which we've not created yet because we're still working on the name, but we're going to include the whole entire video episode. And um, stay tuned because Dan is going to be a reoccurring guest on the actual podcast. And then also obviously twice a month on the Patreon. Pimp yourself out. Yeah, you can find me at Dan Babic, D A N B A B I C, bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah.